We begin today at the Mishnah on the bottom of Dafla Medzayin Amid Beis. Zok the Mishnah, Zok the Heilige Mishnah. Birchas Kayanim Keitzad. How is the mitzvah of Birchas Kayanim fulfilled? How is it coming to this Masechta? Because we spoke in the beginning of this Pedic about all the things that have to be said Belashon HaKadosh and things that don't have to be said Belashon HaKadosh. So, so Saita was in that list and then Birchas Kayanim was in that list. So the Mishnah comes back to explain the details of Birchas Kayanim. Bimedina, if you're in anywhere in the country, meaning outside of the Beis Hamikdash, Oymer Eisah Shalosh Brachas. So Birchas Kainim is said three brachas. After each bracha, you answer Amin. So see, three three brachas are said with that break of Amin. Uba Mikdash, but in the Beis Hamikdash, bracha achas. Over there, all three brachas are said all as one. As Rashi brings over here in the Beis Hamikdash, they didn't answer Amin. The Gemara will explain this later. Another distinction in the Beis Hamikdash, the Eibushlur's name is said as it's written Yudke Vavke. And but it's when it's said in the Medina outside the Beis Hamikdash, Bikinuya. The Eibushlur's name is pronounced with the Kinuy, with its nickname, which is the way we pronounce Hashem's name today, Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. Another distinction by Medina in the Medina Kainim Noisin Esideim Keneged Kisvein. When the Kainim are benching, they lift their hands. At the connected kisvein, at the height of their shoulders. Mikdash, but in the base of Mikdash, al gabei Over there, in the base of Mikdash, because they're saying the shame of a so for the extra cover for the shechina, they lift their hands above their head. Besides the kohen gadol, because he's wearing the tzitz, which has the Abish's holy name in it, he doesn't raise his hands above the tzitz. Rabbi Yudaimer, Rabbi Yudah argues, Rabbi Yudah says, Af, Koyen Godel, even the Koyen Godel as well, Magbiya, Yodov, Lamaila, Menatzitz. He raises his hands above the tzitz. Shenemar, the Pasik says, Bayisa Arnes, Yodov, Elohom, Arna Koyen, raises his hands up to, for the people, Vayavarchen, and he benched them. So this Pasik that's brought over here, it's not clear that Taisus Yantiv says, that, how does this Pasik prove that, that he raises his hands above the tzitz, and, uh, above his head? It just says, Aaron, that Aaron raised his hands. How do we know how high it was? So the Taisus Yontif, sorry, go ahead. What did the tzitz have to do with it? Because the tzitz has the Abish's holy name inscribed in it, so we don't want to raise your hands above the tzitz, because you don't have the, the honor of the tzitz not to raise your hands above that. So what's the raya from this Pasuk? The Taisus Yontif actually says that this is not an raya for the last point. This is Bechlal, the source for raising the hands. But there's another pshat, the Mishnah Lomelech says, that when it says, Vayisa Arnes Yadav Alaam Vayivarchim, the Vayisa Arnes Yadav was not for Birchis Kainim. He raised his hands because he was davening to the Eibishter. And so he raised his hands high, above, like a person davens, he raised, raised his hands above the tzitz. And then it says, Vayivarchim, that, that he benched him. So from there we understand that Arna Kain at that time did raise his hands above the tzitz. We learned in the Braise, here the Gemara brings many details in the halachas of Birchus Kainim. It says in the Pasuk by Birchus Kainim, Koi Sevarchu. Like this, you should bench the Eden. What's the meaning of the word Koi? You should bench the Eden, and it has to be Dafke and Loshan Kaidish. You say that it's only a Loshan Kaidish, or maybe you can bench in any language. So the answer is, it says here, Koi Sevarchu. So this is the Loshan of Bracha. And then it says, by the brachas that were in Har Grizim and Har Evil, it says, Elu Yamdu So there it also says the Lashon of Bracha. Just like there they benched the brachas, Dafkin Lashon as we learned that, it says, that it has to be Dafkin Lashon Kaidish. 
Avkam b'loshen hakodesh. By berachas kainim, it also has to be on loshen kodesh. So it's gzeir shava according to the Tanakama. Rabbi Yudah Aimer, Rabbi Yudah says, "Ain't it tzarich? You don't need this gzeir shava." Harei hu aimer kai. We learn it from the word that it says kai, like this, exactly this language that the Torah says. Achi yomru b'loshen azeh has to be said in the language of the Torah. Another thing we learn from Kaisavarchu. Tanya Dachulant another writes the Kaisavarchu when it says you bench Yidin, what does that mean? Ba Mida. That the Kayanim have to stand when they say Birchis Kayanim. Atoim Ba Mida, you say that it means only standing, or the Kayanim could bench even sitting. So the Braissa says, No, Nemakan Kaisavarchu. Again, it says by the Brachis of Hargrizim and Harevol, Elu Yandulavare. That they stand and they bench. Just like there, they were standing and benching. So here as well, the Kayan have to stand and bench the Eden. Abnasa says, I don't need to to Hagrizim and Arevel. The Pasik says, when Kayanim are serving the Beis Mikdash, that Kayanim serve in the Beis Mikdash and the Kayanim bench with Debesh's name. So we compare the two. Ma Mishares Ba just like when the Kayanim do their Aveda, they serve in the Beis Hamikdash, they're standing. Af Mevarech Ba so too when the Kayanim bench Yidin, they have to be standing. Um Mishares Gufe Minalon, from where do I know that when the Kayanim are serving in the Beis Hamikdash, they have to be standing? Because the Pasik says, La Maid Lashares, to stand and serve, so the Aveda in the Beis Hamikdash must be done standing. That's where we learn it out from. Tan Yedach will learn in another Braise, Kaisavarchu. What does it mean, Kaisavarchu? When the sea is Kapayim, that the Kainim have to bench, they have to raise up their hands. Atayim, when the sea is Kapayim, you say that they bench, raising their hands. Ayen Elishalai, when the sea is Kapayim. Maybe it's not necessary. So where do we learn this out from? Nemakan Kaisavarchu. It says here the mitzvah of Kaisavarchu. Venem, Alalon, it also says, Vayisa Arnes Yodav Elaom Vayivarchim, that Aaron raised his hands and benched the Eden. Mala alon benesiyas kapayim, just like there, Aaron benched the Yidin with nesiyas kapayim. Afkam benesiyas kapayim, so too, birchas kainim always has to be benesiyas kapayim. Okay, now over there, when Aaron kainim benched the Yidin, this was on Yom Hashmini Lamilun, after the Kabbanis were brought, so the Pashtas, you look into Rashi there, what did he bench Yidin with? He benched Yidin with birchas kainim, Yivarecha, Yar, and Yisra, that's what Rashi says. But the Rebbe explains in the Sikha that the Emes is, it wasn't really birchas kainim. Even though it's interesting, the Aaron Akain used the same Nusach of Birchaz Kainim, but it wasn't the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Birchaz Kainim. The mitzvah wasn't even given yet. The mitzvah was said afterwards. This in, comes in Parshas Nasa and it was said later. Aaron Akain was benching Yidin and he found it appropriate to use the same Nusach in connection to what he wanted to bench them with. But it wasn't really the mitzvah of Birchaz Kainim. But nevertheless, the Gemara learns Gzayr Shavah. Learn out the Gzayr Shavah of Bracha Bracha Vayivarchem to what it says here. The Kaisavarchu, that just like there Aaron raised his hands, so too by Birchas Kainim Bachlal. Now, this Gzayr Shavah, the Gemara says, Kashilele Rabbi Yenison. This is not part of the Braise, this is the Gemara asking the question. That's what Taisus here says. So his question is, when he and he raises his hands. So when is this? First of all, it's only Aaron Akain himself. No one benched it. Doesn't, we don't find that anyone was together. Only Aaron Akain benched the Yidin. And also when was it? On a Rishchidish. On a Rishchidish Nissen. And also Avedis Tzibur. He's doing the Aveda, bringing the Karbanis, not any private Karbanis, but the Karbanis that are being brought for all the Klal Yisrael on that day. So maybe I should say, Afkan, always, the mitzvah of Birchis Kainim is Kain Gadol, only for the Kain Gadol, and also only for Rishchidish, only on Rishchidish, and only on Avedis Tzibur. Only when you bring the carbon sibur, <coughs> for example, the carbon tomid that's brought in the morning, but not by private carbonus. 
So Rav Nosan, Rav now the Gemara doesn't answer this uh, this question on this Gzeir Shavah, but the Gemara now brings a different source. Now this is going back to the Braise. Rav Nosan, Rav Nosan says, you don't need this Gzeir Shavah to Aaron Akayin. The Pasik says, and this is a Pasik that says regarding the Kainim serving in the Vesa Mikdash. Who Uvanov Kalayamim. Arna Kain and his children, they serve in the in the Vesa Mikdash Kalayamim all the days. So two things. First of all, Makish Bonov Loi. We compare Arna Kain's children to him. Mahu Binasias Kapayim, just like Arna Kain himself raises his hands and benches Yidin of Bonabinasias Kapayim. So his children also have this mitzvah. And also Ksev, Kalayamim. It says, Kalayamim, that this is not just on Rishchidosh, but this is in all days. And then another thing, are you going to ask this bracha, sorry, this posik that is, who one of Kalayamim is not written regarding Virchus Kainim. It's written regarding serving in the base of Mikdash. bracha We already brought before a posik. The posik before was quoted, Lesharsai. That we compare serving in the base of Mikdash to benching the Eden, that both of them are the same halachas, so therefore, if, if the serving is for all the kainim, the benching, the mitzvah, berchas kainim, is also for all the uh, kainim. So Taisus over here points out that there's one detail that the Gemara skips. The Gemara said that I would think that it's only avodas tzibur. So from where do we know that it's not avodas tzibur? The Gemara doesn't address that. So Taisus says, you know, anachanami, berchas kainim, the base of was only by avodas tzibur. In the morning, by the carbon tamid, that's when the berchas kainim was in the base of mikdash. But by a private carbon, by a carbon yachid that was in the base of mikdash, there was no Birchus Kainim. That's why the Gemara does not address that. I, why did the Gemara even bring it up before? Taisa says, sort of, Derech Agav, the Gemara brought it. But the MS, this taka remains the fact that Birchus Kainim was only by the Karbonis Tzibur. The Tanyidach, we learned yet in another Braise, again, the same Yisrael. So what do you learn from this? B'Shem Amafayrish. They have to bench and pronounce the Avish's holy name of Yudke Vavke. You say that they say the Abisha's holy name. It's enough if they would say another nickname of the Abisha, one of the other names. The Pasuk afterwards says, that you should place my name upon the Eden. What does this mean? That the shame of the Abisha. So I would think, I would think that pronouncing the Abish's holy name is also outside in the base of Mikdash and the other boundaries of where Yid lives. So we say that's not the case because it says here this Lashon that you should place my holy name upon them when you bench them. There's another Pasuk that says regarding only the base of Mikdash, that you place the Abish's holy name is there. Mala alam beis abchiras. So that pasuk is speaking about the age beis amikdash. Avkan so to hear v'sama shmi is beis abchiras only in the beis amikdash. Rabbi Yishei Rabbi Yishei has a different source for this that only in the beis amikdash. Ain't it tzarich? You don't need this limud from v'sama shmi to lasam ashmai. Hare Yishei There's another pasuk that says as follows. Chol amakim asha aske ashmi in any place where my name Davish's name is mentioned. Avoy elecha I will come to you. That's the Pasik. So the question of this Pasik is, what does this mean in every place? Does that could you say that in every place that you could mention Hashem's holy name? Shmi means the Shema Yuchad. Are you allowed to say, are you allowed to pronounce Yudke Vavke and everywhere? Rashi over here brings the the the, 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 the that we learn out from the Pasik that says, Zeshmi, Vizazikri, 
that you're not supposed to pronounce Debesh's holy name anywhere outside the Beis HaMikdash. <coughs> Besides that, Ashi says, the Gemara's question is, it says, the Shechina comes and dwells. Does the Ebesh come and dwell everywhere? The, the, the place of Ashras HaShechina is only in the Beis HaMikdash. So how do we read this Pasik? So Elah says the Gemara, the words of the Pasik are out of order and has to be read as follows. So you start with the words of the Pasik and then you go to what it says afterwards in the Pasik. In the place where I come to you, in the place where the Shechina dwells, in the Beis HaMikdash, and I bench you there, it's over there that you mention my holy name. So Where is that place that the Ebesha comes to you and benches you? That's in the Beis HaMikdash. That's the place where the person can mention the Ebesha's holy name. This is the source. Another Brice it says, Tanya Dah Koysuvach has Bene Israel. What do we learn from this? Ain't Yellow Bene Israel. It says in the Pasik that you bench Yidin. So you would think that that includes only Yidin and who so who would it exclude? Gaidim, so converts, Noshim, the women, Vavodim Shukhradim, freed slaves, which are also Gaidim, Minayim, from where do we know that they're included in the Bracha? Hamad Laim the Pasik says afterwards, Omar Lohem. So Lahem over here says Lakulu. It includes all of these that are also Yidin. Tan Yidach, and we learned another Braise, Koi, Savarchu, you bench Yidnin, how do you bench them? Ponim, Keneget Ponim. That you have to bench them, they have to be facing, you have to be standing and facing you. Atoim, you say that Koi, Savarchu means Ponim, Keneget Ponim. Oyen, Elo, Ponim, Keneget Dairev. Even if a person is standing in Shul and he doesn't turn his face to the Kainim, he will also get the Brach. He doesn't have to turn to you, Bachla. Tamad Laimar, so the Pasik says, Amar Lahem, say the Brach to them. It has to be said like a person that's saying it to his friend. So this is actually very interesting because it comes out according to this, that in order for the Kayanim to be able to fulfill the mitzvah, it's up to the Yidin to help them. The Kayanim can't fulfill the mitzvah without the Yidin turning towards them. Kayanim can come and bench, but if the Yidin are not facing them, so then the mitzvah can't be fulfilled. There's, there's actually even, even more, it says that uh, just like the Kayanim have to bench and have Kavana to bench with the Ba'av and so on, it says also that the Yidin have to have have to stand ponim connected ponim and have to have kavana to be makabel de bracha. And based on this, there's one of the rishonim, the sefer charedim. He says that by brachas kainim, not only are the kainim fulfilling a mitzvah, but the yidin are also fulfilling a mitzvah. Because if the mitzvah can't be fulfilled without their participation, so then they have a chelik in the mitzvah itself. They have a kiyum of a mitzvah. There's a similar idea that you find by the mitzvah of piriviribia that even though the mitzvah is only for the ish. For the man, not for the Isha, not for the woman. But nevertheless, since the Ish can't fulfill the mitzvah without the Isha, so she has a, a mitzvah as well. And so over here also, by Birchus Kainim, the, the Yidin have a participation in this mitzvah. Okay, say that. But if a Yid was turned around before, he has to turn back. Yes, he has to turn towards the Kain. <laughs> What does mean? The Kainim should say with a loud voice. So it doesn't mean necessarily a loud voice, they have to scream, but it means that you have to, you have to hear the, the bracha from the Kainim. Or maybe it means that the Kainim could say the bracha quietly. You say it to them. What does that mean? Like when a person is speaking to his friend, his friend could hear what he's saying. Amar Abaye, Abaye says regarding Birchis Kainim. Naktina, we have this tradition, we know this halacha that we received. Lishnayim Kaira Kainim. Only if there are two Kainim that are going to be benching, so then the, the Chazin calls up the Kainim, he calls Kainim that they should come and say the Birchis Kainim. 
But But for one, he doesn't call the kain to bench. Shenema, because the pasuk says Omer lohem. On lohem, we learn out l'shnayim that say this to the kainim that only if there's two, they have the mitzvah for berachas kainim. So, but if the, if there's only one, so then minatayre they don't have the mitzvah of kainim. So therefore, the the, the chazan doesn't have to call them to to to, to bench the yidin. Ravchista says, no, when, when is this said? Naktinon, we are, I have the halacha that was said as follows. If the one that's calling up the kayin, the chazan that's davening for the yom, he he's himself a kayin, then he calls the kayinim by saying kayinim. But then Yisrael kayin a kayinim. A yid, a Yisrael that's davening for the yom, does not call the kayinim by kayinim. And the source of it is from the same pasuk. Omar lohem, how does he touch Omar lohem? Amida mishalahem. If it's from one kayin to another, if it's a kayin calling the kayinim, then he has to say kayinim. But otherwise, he doesn't say kayinim. But shalem tehei, that is. It's, it's, it's a conversation sort of between the kainim. But the Gemara says, We paskin like Abaye, and we don't paskin like Rav Chiste, and that Yisrael, the Chazan, says, kainim, if there's two kainim. Okay, now here the Gemara is going to bring a bunch of different halachas and statements, or different inyonim, that Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, and the Gemara brings first a simon for this. Simon, misave, lebroche, duchem, baveide, kais, makir, nene, bagola. Omer Rabbi Shua ben Levi, Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, minayin, shakodesh baruchu, misave, lebirches kainim. The Debishter himself desires birches kainim. It's not just for the sake of Yidin, but this is kaviyachol, the Debishter desires this. Shanem Adapasik says, visomu es shmi. So what's the Pasuk of here saying? That the Abish just says that it's my name. You're doing it for my sake, for my name that's being placed upon the Yidin. Not just for the sake of the Yidin. Another thing Rabbi Shubham Levi said, A Kayin that benches Yidin, he gets benched from the Abish to himself. But if it is not benched the Yidin, then he does not get benched from the Abish as the Pasuk says, that those that you bench, if you if you bench, then you yourself will get benched. I mean, this is a Pasuk really that's that's written in, in Parshas Lech Lecha, not only B'negeya to Kayanim, but Bachlal. If you bench others, you yourself will get benched. Okay, there's another, another Limud that uh, it's learned out from Vaniya Varchem. Everything about it brings it later, I don't remember now. But Vaniya Varchem is an, an additional thing. Bani, the Ebishta himself, benches the Kainim, comes from a higher level. But here it's talking about this Pasuk, Vavorcha, Mavarachacha. Vamir Abishua Ban Levi, Abishua Ban Levi says, Kol Kayin, She'ena Oilu Leduchin, a Kayin that does not go up to the platform to bench Yidin, Oiver Bishloisha Asay. He's over on three different mitzvahs Asay. Kayis Varchu, this is how you should bench them. And then it says, Omer Lahem, say the Bracha to Yidin, and the Samashmi, place my name upon Yidin. And so the Gemara doesn't mean literally that these are divided into three different mitzvahs. It's one mitzvah, but there are three expressions that the Pasuk uses. So it's like you're being over on three mitzvahs, um, three mitzvahs, that is. Okay, but based on what we learned before, this only applies when there's two kainim. That's when there's the mitzvah sasei menatayre. And not only that, it says in, uh, I believe that maybe the Rishonim say this, that that's if the kainim are there. But if the kainim are not there and they, they don't hear the announcing of kainim, and so then if they hide or if they go away, so then they're not over on this mitzvah slaysasa. I think it says that uh, by, by the Amiroim, when, when they were weak and they weren't able to bench, they would sort of go out of the shul at the time when the chazan called out kainim not to be over on the mitzvah. Rav Amarav says, a kain that doesn't go up to bench the Yidin, 
So then we're going to be concerned. Shama ben Grusha ben Chalutzahu. Maybe he's a descendant of a ben Grusha ben Chalutzi. He came from a marriage of a Kayan to a Grusha Chalutzi, which is not allowed, and the children are Chalalim. And therefore he can't go and bench. Even if we know that his father is not, and he is not, but maybe, maybe from generations before he is. Okay, so the Gemara now explains, before we said he's just over on an asset, but we're not concerned about his uh, yichos, about his lineage. And now we're saying we are concerned about that. So the Gemara says, there's no argument here. If this is a kind that sometimes, like Rashi says, he goes up and benches Yidin, but not every day. So then we know that he's a kind because we see he benches Yidin. But if it's a kind that never goes up to bench for Birchus Kainim, so then we have to be concerned that maybe he's not kosher. Said, if the Kayin did not go up at the time of Aveda, which is the Broche that begins with Ritzei, so then he, should, he doesn't go up anymore to bench. We learned this from the Pasuk, it says, Pasuk that was quoted before, Aaron raised his hands, and he benched the Eden, and then, and then he went down from the Mizbeach, from bringing the carbon Chattas and Nailah and Shlomim. So, Mala Alam Ba'aveda, just like there, he was on the Mizbeach, and Rashi here, Taichis Ba'aveda, meaning that he still didn't even complete his Aveda. He was in the middle of the Aveda on the Mizbeach, and he raises his hands to bench the Yidin. Avkam Ba'aveda. So, too, the Birchis Kainim has to be related to the Bracha of Aveda, the Bracha of Ritzei, and the Kain has to go up to bench by that Bracha. So it's interesting that the, the pshat that I just mentioned that Rashi says that the Aaron benched the Yidin like in the middle of the Aved on the Mizbeach because others say you look you look over there in the Psukim and the Mefarshim and the Mikra that Vayeda that the pshat is he went first down and then he benched them even though in the Lashon of the Pasuk it doesn't seem so but they say, some even say that it's a Mikra Masodis really he first descended from the Mizbeach and then he benched the Yidin and even according to Rashi the, the simple pshat of the Pasuk there seems like he finished the Aved. Even though he stood on the Mizbech, but then he benched Eden. But Rashi here seems to be saying that he was mamish in the middle of the Ba'ida Vaida Bayadid, Ashir says. And then he benched Eden. Okay, there's, there's a Sikh also from the Rebbe where the Rebbe explains the connection between Birchis Kainim and Aveda. Why is what's the significance of Aveda and Birchis Kainim? It's two two different in Yanim. Why why Dafka is there a connection between them? So the connection over here is because the Bracha of Birchis Kainim is a much more powerful Bracha than every regular Bracha. Usually it says that a bracha is only able to draw down from what already exists in the source. And then you bring it from the source, from Bruchnius down to Gashmius. And the root proof for that always is, it brings from Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu benched each one of the Shvatim according to his nature, what already the way he was, Bashar Shilamaila. What's Tfila? What's Aveda? Aveda or Tfila, Davening? You can draw down something that's new, that doesn't exist in the source. You can make a Yehi Ratzin, a new Ratzin. But the point of here is, Birches Kainim is being done, Ba'aveide is making the point that it's drawing a bracha that's a chiddish, that's new, that's higher than the, the source. And still it comes down as a bracha. Without the effort, it comes down b'mihiris and quickly, that's a tremendous mile of Birches Kainim that's connected to Ha'aveide. But the Gemara asks on this, Aini, is this the case? V'rabami, v'rabasi, Rabami and Rabasi, they were both Kainim and Salki, they went up to bench, even if they didn't uh, go up by, by the beginning of the bracha, by the tzei, by Aveda. So the Gemara answers, Rabami v'rabasi akri karayu. They had already uh, moved out of their place from where they were to come to bench, even though they, they didn't arrive to the duchen, to the place where they had to be to bench, but they already got out of their place. Mim tulava didn't arrive there yet, so therefore that's allowed. 
If he didn't yet move out of his position to come, then he can't go anymore. <laughs> but if he was already oikir himself from his place, he can go up. And we understand also that by Birchus Kayanim, the main point is that you have to go out of your place from the following Mishnah. Mishnah Brach is a Tanan Nami. We learn that Mishnah. That Mishnah is speaking about a case where the Kayan himself is the Chazan, he's the Shliach Tzibor. So he's, he's the one that's the, the, the doubting for the Ahmed. Could he bench the Eden at the same time? The concern is that he might get confused. He's, he has to do the actual brachas, uh, he has to say, and at the same time, he has to do the brachas for Bechas Kainim. So the Mishnah this says, if he's 100% sure that he won't get confused and he's able to bench the Yidin and go back to davening and to continue with the Chazorah Sashats without getting confused, Rashoi, he's allowed. But on that mission, the question was asked, he didn't go out of his place. You have to come out of your place to go specially to bench Yidin. You can't just stand where you are and bench Yidin. You have to show the Cheshivas of the Mitzvah to come. So, so this chazan doesn't move from his place. So Ella, the answer is, you have to say, do not put it. No, he does. He did move a drop. He has to move just a drop, maybe closer to the middle, to the where the Arankaydish is. He does have to move a little bit to come and bench. And that's, that's enough. That's significant enough. So too, when we say that the Kayim must come, by the bracha of Ritzay, it also means the not porta. If he moved, that itself is already enough that he came, that you could say that he'll, he'll be able to bench the Eden. I saw that, we said there's a discussion there in the Paiskim whether this moving that it says over here for the Kayin, is it enough, even if he moved out of his place by the bracha of Ritzay, to go wash his hands? Not necessarily, not, he's not ready to go yet to the, to the front of the shul. Mm. Or no, it has to be moved out of his place, not for washing his hands, but specifically to come to, to bench the Eden. Another thing Rabbi Shubhan Levi said, We don't give a Kaisal Bracha for someone to bench Kaisal Bracha unless he's a Toivain, unless he has a good eye, he's, he's someone that gives chesed and so on, he gives money for people, it's a good eye. Shanema, as the Pasik says, Toivain, a person that has a good eye, who you he will be benched. Because he gave from his bread for the poor. So we dashed on this, it's not only that he will be benched, he's able to bench. Only one that is a good, has a good eye, we give him the, the, the opportunity to bench. Rabbi Shubhavi said in connection to this, How do we know that even birds recognize a person that's stingy, that doesn't have a good eye? The Pesach says, that for no reason you're spreading out a net to catch these birds. And how do you catch these birds into this net? You put some food over there for the birds to come. So a person that has a, uh, <coughs> a, a tzad eye and a person that has a, a stingy and has a bad eye, he's doing this for no reason, because even the birds recognize that this person does not have a good eye and they won't come there. The marshal, one of the pshat and the marshal explains, how do the birds know this? They have a pesechel. So he says, one of the pshatim is, because the only way to get the birds to come there is, it's not enough just to put some food inside the nest. You have to put food in that area for a while to get the birds accustomed to coming there. Once they're accustomed to coming there, then they end up coming into your net. But this guy that's stingy, they will not put food out there for a few days. So therefore the birds realize it's just putting it inside the net, they won't come. A person that takes benefit from a person that is stingy, he's over on this lav here. This is not Mamash Allah, but in other words, the lav of what it says here in the Pasuk in Nach. 
The Pasuk says in Mishlei, Don't take bread from a person that has a stingy eye. So we see it says, Don't take bread from this person that has a stingy eye. There's two laven because that Pasuk there says, And then the continuation of that Pasuk, it says, do not desire for his t- for his delicacies, for his tasty foods. So in other words, if you see, if you're taking from someone something and you're hurting him, he feels bad that he's giving it, so you're causing him pain. So the Pasuk is saying, if you're causing him pain, don't take from him. The last point here regarding this concept of Tzarayin. The story with Egla Arufa, which is a person that's found dead. And we don't know who and what, what happened here. So you have to come and you have to bring a calf and the, the Bezdin. We're going to learn about this. There's a whole pedic over here later in the Masechta about this Egla Arufa. This whole story of Egla Arufa comes about because people that were stingy. Shanema, as the Pasuk says, the Bezdin that comes there, they have to say as follows. We did not spill the blood of this individual. What does that mean? Why are they saying this? They have to come and let us know and clarify that they did not spill his blood, but I think they did. Rather, what it means is, He did not come to our hands, and, and we just let him go. We didn't see him, and we just saw that he needs food, and we just let him go. Just we didn't see him and let him go. We didn't leave him without food, or we didn't leave him without accompanying him. Levaya is also a big part of the mitzvah. So, but, but what does that mean, though? The Bezdin didn't. But there was someone else that did. There was someone else that was stingy and let him go. And that's why he died over here. And that's why we see that this whole story of Aglarufa happens because of the Tzariyayim. Okay, going back now to the halachas of Birchis Kainim. Omar, Ada, Omar, Absimloi. Beis HaKneses, Shekula Kainim. If you have a shul, they're all Kainim. So what happens now? <laughs> so kulan oylen leduchen. They all go up to the platform to bench. <laughs> so the question though is, lemimavarchen. Who 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 are they benching? It's an empty shul. <laughs> they're benching their brothers, the yidden. They're out in the field. They don't have to be there in the shul. They get benched. <laughs> but is this the case? The people that are on the, uh, on the back by the, of the Kainim. In other words, they're not in the shul. They're not standing face to face to the Kainim. So, they're not included in the bracha. So, how could you say that the people that are in the field get benched by these Kainim? So, the Gemara answers, like, Hashi, this is not a question. Those people that are out in the field, and it's an Aynas, they couldn't make it into the shul. So, they do get the bracha because it's an Aynas. And ha the loyanisi, those that are in the shul and they're achayre kainim, they they go behind the kainim, they're not standing there in front of the kainim like we learned before upon him, connected upon him. So therefore, they are not going to be included in the bracha. <clears throat> Another question the Gemara asks: Vatani Rav Shimi mi beirasa the shichayre beisaknesa the shichayre that is. So that was this is all his name from a place that he came from. So, um, if you have a shul that is all kainim, some of the kainim go up to bench, and some of the kainim are going to receive the bracha and then just answer amen. So, how could he say before that they all go up to bench? So, the answer is, it's not a question, it depends. 
if there are 10 kainim that can still be there in the shul. In other words, let's say there's in the shul, you have 15 people in the shul, all of them are kainim. So if five of the kainim will go up and bench, you still have a minion of kainim that can be there to answer, to answer Amin. So then we say that five go up and ten remain to answer Amin. So there's, there's a significant, there's a minion of Yidin that you can, that you can uh, answer Amin. And so you see, you see here from the Gemara that the din of Birchus Kainim is, is by a minion dafka. Birchus Kainim is not Islam, Birchus Kainim, the mitzvah that is. The mitzvah of Birchus Kainim is by davening when there's a minion. And ha, the loyishtar be'estare. But let's say there's only 10 Kainim in the shul. So if you're going to send up some of these Kainim, there anyways won't be a minion to receive the bracha. So you're not benching the Kainim that are left in the shul. So you have to say that you're benching the people that are in the sadais, out in the field. So then all the Kainim go up uh, and, and bench Birchus Kainim together. You have that problem to me. They're all coming.